0: Spidey
1: senses tingling. Hello! Well,
0: that voice of course is that of General Manager of Papercake at Slim on the Twitter. And this is Papercake episode 56. Welcome
1: to the show. Papercake.com. Check us out on Tumblr. Hottest mm. Tumblr site on the Tumblr It's the hottest Safer Work Tumblr site you can think of Burning down the internet uh, This is Paper Cake Podcast True. Where we talk about industry news The books we're reading And we do a book club This week Who Is Jake Ellis
2: computer. Mm. Mm. Uh,
1: And then we read your letters To close out the show What does a general manager even do? That's what I always ask Uh, Letters at paperkeg.com We'll read your letters live If they're good
0: And only if
1: Um, So we have a big show You know, you're a first time listener, maybe Thanks for tuning in If you're a regular uh, What a show we have for you tonight Thanks for coming back Or in the morning You know During the car ride Uh, That voice yelling into the microphone you just heard (laughs) He is a writer He is unpublished fan fiction (laughs) champion Uh, Four four champion Four champion Welcome That was a four chan joke everybody Welcome Um,
0: to the show Jonesy Loves Beer Thank you, thank you for having me in the bowels of New Jersey I just want to say for all regular listeners, we got here in a very rare amount of time
1: You're on the Twitter, is that right? What's your Twitter handle? At, you know the at symbol right, you lost it Jonesy Loves Beer (laughs) (laughs) Um, What a show we have You know, I listen to a lot of podcasts in my free time Do you? Which is never um and you know you you tune in a new podcast and you, you're like all right who are these dudes you know why should I care give them a chance I say no I don't do that you don't they don't introduce themselves you know hey this is John from Smithtown delete yeah yeah I'm gonna delete you right now Dale <laughs> <I> don't <laughs> you don't know. if you don't wow me <laughs> I don't know why I'm drawing the ire let's let's introduce uh, the next host. Dale underscore A. He's been called the show family man, the people's champ, uh, the podcast bad boy, um, the boring one. That's just no title. Wow, well, no title. You said it yourself. Yeah. Uh, we're in your basement right now, celebrating uh, another great show happening right Thank now. Thank you for coming down to the bowels of New Jersey to join me.
2: In recording this episode gentlemen
1: Dale underscore A on the Twitter is that correct? That is correct You're lighting the Twitter on fire every day Thank you uh, Be Feel free to follow me <laughs> I, I I am ready to buy There is no charge There is no charge to follow Dale Internet celebrity you've been called Are you comfortable with that name? Yes because it's a total scam <laughs> <laughs> But thank you people who call um, me. We have a show That will just knock your socks off Flat out. Tighten them. Tighten your socks right now and get ready for Dale underscore a to give you the news. Well, no, wait, can we hold off in a second? Sure, on the absolutely, news? yeah. Let's do Let's that. Let's talk about Free Count Book Day. Oh, man, that's, that is so soon. It's happening
2: Saturday. Saturday. Are you ready? For, the, for you folks who listen to this when it's released. Yes. May, May 5th, Saturday. <laughs> I'm ready. We're going to be there. We're going to be at the comic book shop mm-hmm. in Delaware. Official show sponsor. I can't
1: wait. No tax in Delaware.
2: And it's, yeah, it's, that's right. So come on down. Wings are free.
1: I heard. Also in Delaware.
2: They uh, yeah, they're trying to pass that legislative uh, thing. Rolling. I don't know. Rolling. So
1: we're going to be at the at the comic book shop in Delaware. Yeah. Uh, as run by the Tituses. They've been on the show previously.
2: They have been on a couple shows and they have been spectacular on their shows.
1: I've got news for you. You know, you talked to a lot of comic book owners, comic shop owners. They're freaks. In general.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, the bad ones. These folks are pretty okay. Yeah, they're they're all right in all of our books. We uh, the first time I met them we uh, had a few beers together at the Rhematicon. Yeah. We high fived a few times. Best part of that whole day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know who else was there that day? Beth Corto. Yeah. B underscore Corto. She's been on the show. The Vanna Weight of comic books. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. gonna be she's gonna be at the free comic book day. She's gonna be there as a special uh,
2: guest. Of our, of guest ours. of our,
1: guest of our honor. Guest. I think. Guess, yeah.
2: <laughs> right. Guest of our tables honor. <laughs> guest of our tables honor. So fill spaces, warm bodies.
1: Mm-hmm. Free comic book day. Come by the shop.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be a big deal. There's a big sale going on. Koi Fam is oh gonna my. be there. No. Signing books, yeah. That's insanity. And uh Don Garvey Mike Connolly. Who? MCon.
1: MCon, I know Mcon over there from the Echo Rift. Echo be Rift. Yeah, it's gonna be a big Web deal. Comic. Yeah. Uh, we'll be there. Uh, everyone's excited about the party, the after party. We have
2: stickers, hopefully, if we can find them. Oh. If not, you'll get a postcard and uh, maybe some high fives. We don't draw. The outside. high fives are free. Yeah. Will the
1: banner be making its triumphal reappearance? Yes, that is. that. Okay. We will have a banner. So come to fr- come for the free comics. Stay for the fun. Yeah. We'll be drinking afterward and having some hot wings. Mm-hmm. There
2: will be a, uh, a pub meetup after we get off our shift. Mm-hmm. And beer would be involved.
1: What's happening in the world of news right now? Uh, well,
2: let's just talk about this, all right. Uh, n- not only is Free Comic Book Day this weekend,
1: the Avengers coming out. The what little movie? Never heard of it. Josh Whedon. Josh oh, you Whedon. mean the Ultimate? Show. Josh Whedon. He did that show, F- Serenity. I think right. Yeah, whatever that is. Yeah. Um, this Avengers is a pretty big
2: deal. Marvel Comics. Uh. Has been building towards this with their self-produced movies mm-hmm. uh, in their stable of Good all the Avengers, them. and this is going to be the probably the best movie of all time. Close to it,
1: the, the numbers are in. It's already been called the greatest the, movie of all time. Is the that numbers
2: correct? are in, and they have released this movie overseas already to start kind of building the snowball of money,
0: mm-hmm. momentum, that if is, you will. Yeah, money emptum. Money emptum. And
2: uh, it's already made $185 million overseas. That's a lot of just money. Shy at
0: M, huh? M just Does shy of 200M, huh?
1: 200M, just shy. Does anybody know how much that really compares to, uh, compared to the U.S. box office? Does anybody
0: no. Jancy, can you run no, the numbers on that? Let me do my fake math Get your, abacus, get your abacus out. Let's see. If a, a movie, if, what did oh, Spider-Man God. open up? 120000000 I'm
1: going to shut off your mic right now. You don't even know what I you're I would saying. say
0: it's going to be like $450 million <laughs> opening weekend. Out <laughs> here.
1: That's great. That's... You don't even know what you're saying
2: nope. right now. I just said the fake math. <laughs> That's Bendis money right there. Let's be real. <laughs>
1: um, The Avengers. So, going to make a lot of money. Yeah. Is everybody, you guys going to go see it this weekend? Everyone that I follow on Twitter has already seen it. It's it's oh, passé really? even talking it's about the Avengers movie right pretty now. Pretty much everybody has told me about the movie on Twitter. Every schmo that's in asking. like one of my lists, like, "Oh, I'm going to see Avengers tonight." Who are you? Who do you, who do you know that you're going to see Avengers? Yeah, keep
0: it to yourself. I think you uh, dummy. My plan is to uh, mute Mandy Boo going into Thursday evening, hmm. and then try to catch a Sunday matinee with my wife. That's I think nice. that's my plan. That's adorable. You too. Hold hands. All right. That's, you know. The baby yep. can hear now, so mm-hmm. the Maybe. first thing she'll hear will be the Avengers. <laughs> it's pretty amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah, The Avengers. I'm excited. I am very excited. But I'm going to give them all my money. Yeah, me too. Um, but
2: Avengers aside, yeah, before mm-hmm. Watchmen, you guys heard of that? I, Why? Have so I, you I haven't heard, heard about, about that. 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 It's, uh, you know, Watchmen, obviously, is a huge Alan Moore Effort. book, yeah. mm-hmm. early 80s. Uh, big deal, it and uh, often said to be the the book, the one graphic novel that should never be messed with, mm. and Before Watchmen is going to be the prequels that DC is releasing to kind of cash in, cash, they felt that it was the right time, cash cow. Well, uh, there are certain, I guess, comic book store owners who are going to refuse to carry these books. Because of their
1: morals, I guess. I don't Mor- yeah. Make um, money. Um, Bergen Street in, in the New York City. You know, maybe I'll frequent that when I move. Who knows? Yeah, you're Who knows? plugged in to the New York pipeline. Um, yeah, they're not going to carry, if you didn't pull it, they're not going to be selling it on the oh, rack. Oh, wait, so they will. They, <laughs> if, if, you you order pull it, if you order it, they will get it for so you. So they're
0: not public sellouts. They're just regular sellouts. Um, they're probably... Smearing themselves on your books They did say <laughs> put in their <laughs> pool
2: They do not want to, he did want say, to order he, book for you, he, Kidding He
1: did say uh, I just read it on the beat uh, What was his exact wording uh, I don't know There's a contingent of um, People that are very upset about this Before Watchmen stuff Where they're boycotting The B word got tossed around The boycott Where they said they're not gonna They're not gonna do it They think it's, it's despicable That Before Watchmen is happening
2: I just, I mean, that's good. I guess if you can afford to have those morals, you know yeah. what I mean. Um, so you're running a business.
1: There's same there the same argument is going into the Avengers because it's called Marvels the Avengers. They're not saying you know Jack Kirby and right. Stan Lee. And, you know everyone's Jack Kirby's name is being tossed around again. He's not getting a fair shake out of yeah. this whole thing. He I think he signed a sh- an SE contract back in the day too. Right. And now. But now so that that comic shop is isn't boycotting. Uh, Avengers stuff, yeah. They're still going to carry Avengers.
2: Hmm. I don't know where you where do you draw the line, you know? Yeah, I mean, y- you're you're absolutely right. It's it's a tough, it's it's murky waters, you know. And uh, what you might try to stand up for, one instance, mm-hmm. uh, another instance could be said
0: for the Avengers. And why aren't you right. not back? Why aren't you just backing seems, the Avengers? It seem, just seems too inflammatory. Just sounds like some people saying things, just to maybe to market themselves or to get press off the coattails of it. You know, it doesn't—it doesn't seem like anyone really cares as long as they can get something free out of the deal. I For mean, press. if they would have said something like, "Hey, we don't want to carry it because, uh, you know, the the original was one artist, one writer, and it was this grand thought, and it's going to be chopped up with a lot of different people writing and drawing, and we don't think that's the way." A Watchman tale should be told. Well, then, yeah, that's a, that. He's got some ground to stand. He's got traction because he doesn't agree with it artistically. Are we just gonna say it just to you know get people to remember that your comic book shop isn't gonna carry it? I don't think. I don't know. I don't uh, know. How it stands on too. legs. He lazy. didn't.
1: Um, I think it, this was at a panel at Moca, and I think somebody asked. Um, was it because of the uh, the Alan Moore contractual? Um, I think it had to do with the contract stuff. I'm not. I'm not super positive. But, I mean, I obviously w- wish they didn't, they're not going to do more before Watchmen, but it's not going to be, it's not going to sell a ton of copies, I don't think. They're single issues, you know? Yeah. I, the, I, the the people that bought the Watchmen trades aren't going to be jumping into comic shops, I don't think. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're not pulling. Yeah, you're absolutely right. No. Like people, like I gave my sister Watchmen, and I think she's going to rerun into a comic shop?
0: No. Right. No. Yeah, I think Watchmen is one of those books where it has a wide audience outside of comic readers.
1: Mm-hmm. The graphic novel folk, right? Quote. I'm doing air quotes right now.
0: I saw them through the column. They're beautiful. Um,
1: I don't know the whole boycotting stuff. Nah, not a, yeah. Like so. I
0: said, it just it sounds just too reverse bandwagony. You know what I mean? There was a uh, theory about the uh, the Jack Kirby stuff. I, instead of uh,
2: not supporting the Avengers, like maybe throwing the price of a movie tickets towards the Hero Initiative. Uh huh. Which is a, uh, a a fund Helps uh, creators way. in need
0: Yeah,
1: helps creators in need
0: well, Which is deal. kind of a cool yeah thought should You know? Always,
1: should always give to the, uh, the fund
0: Yeah Say what you want about uh, Mark Miller, And we usually do Mark Millar on this podcast But remember at the end of uh, Ultimates Volume 1 and 2 He wrote Dedicated with Love to uh, Stan and Jack Yeah, I do remember that Yeah, I thought it was pretty classy mm-hmm. Mark Millar It's a
1: great guy, that Mark Millar Yeah He's got red hair
2: Oh, never mind. The, the guy take, can take a uh, I can tell you what he does. He can viral market things. Super crook, super crook, super crooks. Super crooks? Super crooks. Sup- I heard about that. Yeah, he said that super crooks' viral marketing campaign was has been more successful and reached more people than DC's New Fifty Two. It's baloney. You know uh, what? It's
0: absolute baloney. Mark Millar and I have, and I have something in common. You're we do zero fact checking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a Millar malarkey. I think patented. Every time I read an article with him, I just get ready. I get ready to see, what's he going to goose me with in this article? What kind of crazy quote is he going to throw out? And I read that silly super crooks article because I read the headline was he's going to stay with creator for a decade and then at the bottom he's like you know we did this viral marketing for super crooks that reached more people than the new 52 ad campaign what are you smoking right now <laughs> what what <laughs> first of Fact. all what viral campaign did you do for super crooks right. I didn't see it no, one, ha- no it. one has seen it if I didn't walk into a comic shop I didn't see it because that's where his, his marketing campaign the guy's right. he's a g damn genius I'll give him credit he's so smart marketing just to retailers and it worked for him He's making cash, you know, hand over fist with his books. That's Buku right. He books, is, they call it. Uh, I think, what, what episode did I talk about Mark Miller? Was that the fireside or the full episode? I don't know. We
0: talk about him a lot in anger.
1: You know, <laughs> everyone is annoyed by him, but that guy is a genius. give <laughs> yeah, him I'll give him, yeah. I'll give him every, all credit in the world, but I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Super Crooks, uh, brother. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell I'm you not? what.
2: Yeah, he is nutty. <laughs> guy can sell some books, though. Yeah,
1: uh, he can. Are we are we out of news? Should we get into the to the comic chat? We might. I think we should. Should we? Yeah, we'll do, it. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Let's do it. Uh, who wants to start it off? We go into the comic chat. You know, we talk about comic books that we're reading that this week, new mm-hmm. and old. You know, we don't discriminate. I'd like to, uh, if I could, step up to the plate. Please, Please do. Uh, you know, yeah. I could just step right on up. Podcast Family Man Dale underscore A. Let me talk about this book real quick here. Is it Dungeons and Dragons? i me Boys talk about was. this other book here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> FF number seventeen, hmm. Future Foundation, uh, a book I long stopped reading because it's about the f- Frank the Franklin Richards, Franklin Richards Val Valeria. Brad Ri- back. Yeah, I'm not down with that. I mean, yeah, nobody cares about kids, right? Exactly. But this one, this one standalone issue is about. You know, obviously, Johnny Storm is back. It's been since maybe November since he's been back. Mm-hmm. Well, he's trying to get get back in the groove. Get back should be a team member. Right. He needs a place to stay. Back to being alive. He needs a place to live. Because there's no room in that huge A Baxter building.
1: I don't believe that for he a second.
2: He is going to move in with Peter Parker and it is going to be a wacky, <laughs> zany
1: that's, that was can the word we, that was on the tip of my tongue. Can we hear, zany. can we get audio from Dale reading this comic
0: book? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: a wacky, zany, yakity
1: saxes in the background.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it was It was an absolute treat to read. Hmm. Um, keeping up with the, I guess a, a, it's definitely a kiddie tone, I think, and FFF may have taken that. But uh, Johnny moves in with Peter, and Peter is just absolutely fed up with Johnny's Antics, antics. He he walks around with practically no clothes on. Oh, Johnny! And, and he and he totally means well because he, uh, you know, he wakes Peter up in the morning mm-hmm. v- via various means. He's saying like uh, Electro is like robbing a bank, and he's got to get his A up. And then Peter's running out. With his spider suit, and, he's, and Johnny's like, "No, just kidding." <laughs> I made your breakfast, and he's got like a uh, an apron, uh, an apron on that says, "I don't cook in days that end in Y." Like it's oh, it's geez. all, but he's like only wearing little, the apron. He's not yeah he no shirt. on. He's underneath. got like little box of briefs on, which you see the side. What
1: happened with the uh, secret identity? I didn't think anybody in the FF knew who Peter was because he would like eat with his mask on, but lift up his mouth area. He,
2: that was actually uh, tackled maybe. It's probably been a year or more now. There was a little, a, a really awesome two-part issue of Spider-Man, and uh, he t- had to team up with the Fantastic Four to um, go to the negative zone or something like that. And uh, they, Johnny was really pent up because, you know, this was after, I guess, Mephisto did everything. And nobody mm-hmm. knew Peter was Spider-Man anymore, but mm-hmm. Johnny was like... Fed up he's like I want to know who this Guy is he's pounding around with us and Basically he's he's forced into Revealing he Only reveals to the fantastic four that He's Peter Parker Hmm. and it was really cool uh, Really cool couple of issues because After the reveal Johnny's like Oh hey Pete like he did he wasn't All bent up about it or anything Mm -hmm. So that was really cool so they know That he's Peter Parker but nobody else Knows Um,
1: Who wrote this is this Hickmania this is Hickman Yeah the
2: uh, the only thing i mean the art was kind of nick dragota dragota yeah. he the art style wasn't really my taste but it was sufficient for the issue okay um but it was a really enjoyable issue and uh with with a with a fun ending and basically peter has to kick Johnny out because just like those old tgif episodes where uh you know Cousin Myrtle comes to live with Steve. <laughs> Things aren't working out. <laughs> and he becomes Stefan or Kel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, great, great issue. I'll have to check it out. And uh, that's come from somebody who doesn't read FF
1: at all. So, How did it sell you? Was it the cover of Pete and uh, Johnny Storm? It was actually
2: the, uh, just a little preview blurb, you know?
1: What happens with um, his arm? Didn't he have some kind of mute mutant arm, Johnny Storm? And you're not reading Fantastic Four, is that right?
2: Uh, no, I'm, I've. Tried a few times, but no. couldn't get into it.
1: Mm. Oh, well. I don't care that much. <laughs> Jonesy loves beer. Yes, you're an unpublished writer. Jonesy loves being unpublished. We have uh, we have a published writer formally on the show. He's not here today. No, he's um, not. Um, That's right. He's not. How, what's the status on your book? Are you allowed to talk about it? Or are you are you going Twitter dark until some stuff no, happens? It,
0: it seems like whenever uh, Brad and I make some headway, we always run into a couple things. A baby? you going to uh, put the blame I, on the baby No, now? absolutely not. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. And I, I don't even want to uh, put the blame on Brad. I mean, it's it's been tough on him. He got the uh, new gig at Webkin's. So Brad. And, uh, you can blame Brad. That's cool. No, he's, he's not here. I'm not a blamer. So, no, so for the new listeners, Jonesy loves
1: writing comics that will never
0: come out. <laughs> you have a
1: book that you've right. you've written.
0: Uh, I've I've had the concept. Uh, geez, I guess back when the Marvel Epic days came out, Remember forty those? years. It feels like forty years ago. And um, trouble about a year ago, <laughs> uh, Slim put me in touch with Brad, who did the awesome covers for us. Uh, and I gave him the writer's Bible and, uh, the script for issue one and two, and he really dug it. And, mm-hmm. um, I mean, we, we do have stuff like we have character sketches and, and models and but fanfic we're just, org, uh, fanfic right. that or, but we, we do, we don't have any finished pages to, to post. It's just one of those things that's hard for two guys with families who in two different countries to try to come together. Mm, yeah, he's a Canadian. Yeah. So but, I mean we do we do have dreams of publishing it someday. We all have dreams. Yeah. So that's your book of the week huh? <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> then. <just kidding. laughs> uh I'll but I'll do a short book. Uh Superman Beyond Two. Really? I didn't see this one coming. No, right out of left field. Uh Superman Beyond is a digital short. Good for that. Uh not a full twenty two page book. Good for them. And uh I'll tell you why you should care about Superman Beyond Two. Slim, so even you'll want to read it after I, I describe it to you. Interesting. So the concept of the, this Superman Beyond, is after the Starro incident and the two-part episode Lost me. uh Batman uh, Beyond called The Call, Superman leaves, kind of gets his ass together, and he comes back to Earth. And then he realizes that in the time he was gone, you know, everybody kind of moves on, and Superman's not a big deal. He goes to stop a a, a robbery, and the Metropolis police force has, like, these nano suits, and they can fly around, and they make short work of the criminals. And, you know, Superman's like, oh, hey, you guys did pretty good. And uh, even the cops are like, oh, hey, thanks, big guy, and way to go and save that guy on the crane. They're not, like, they're no longer reverent of him like they were in the old days. So he uh, he flies to Lois's grave, and mm-hmm. it's like, you know— it, it, if you were still alive, you would have at least got the story. I just kind of stood there and didn't know what to do. Maybe it's time for me to move on and give it up altogether. Maybe it's time I finally hang up the the shield, and Boy. no longer be Superman. And then uh, it's kind of it's pretty big stuff. It's a pretty moving moment. And the uh, the B story is uh, you're finding out that this redhead girl we've been following is uh, the big reveal. She's Lex Luthor's daughter, and that's going to be a big plot point coming up in the next couple of issues. But uh, the stuff where he uh, he talks about not being relevant and he misses he just misses his wife. I mean, it's pretty hard hitting stuff. Wow! For you know, that's something you're not going to pick up on the shelf of the comic book store. So I'm glad I read it digitally. Can you
1: um, go over that one more time? I wasn't listening.
0: Not at all. <laughs> not even for a second. <laughs> <Just kidding>. Okay, <laughs> so
1: Superman, right? Superman Beyond is that set in the like the
2: Batman Beyond universe? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's, so it's way well. If Bruce is an old man. Right? Then yes. It'd be like 50 years or right. something.
0: And, Su- and Superman himself is gone gray, but, you know, of course he's still yeah. Tony and
2: still got it going on. So,
1: Superman Beyond. Daredevil. Matt Murdock. You heard of this guy? Uh, No. Mm-hmm. He is that guy. Uh, in the middle of a Daredevil renaissance, this character. Daredevil number seven. You know, hit the apps. Uh, before the beginning issues, that's right. Yeah, that was really It weird. hit same day digital, so the back issues weren't in the app quite yet. So I was like, you know what, let to check this out. And this Mark Wade character Eisner nominated. let check it out for this issue. Yeah, Daredevil got most of the Eisner noms. Mm-hmm. Uh, follows a young, attractive Matt Murdock on a bus with uh, some disabled kids. They're blind. You know, going on a little trip. Fortunately there's a little snowstorm action happening. Stop laughing, Jonesy. Um and Matt uh senses something is awry, you know, with this driver. He says everything's he says everything's kosher, but Matt he's got some superhuman abilities. He can he can hear his heartbeat. He is not comfortable driving this bus in the snow, my friend. Oh no. Something happens. Bus crashes. Oh uh, yeah. So that guy's dead Driver Boy There you go Spoilers Uh, So now you got all these kids And Matt Murdock In the middle of nowhere You know Walking through a winter snowstorm Blind kids So his His outfit's all torn up He's got his Daredevil costume underneath Tears it off He's walking around Like a BA With his daredevil costume Because the kids are blind (laughs) The kids are blind So he's uh. Sounds
0: kind of terrible, actually. He's, about he's it.
1: uh. yelling to the kids, you know, stick together, follow my voice, we're gonna get through this. They're not gonna get through this. They're in a snowstorm, okay? All right. They're blind. <laughs> so they're walking through, they're, you know, they're all barefoot holding hands, you know, there's like a string attaching them at one point. Um. in the middle of this, Daredevil uh. gets injured. He sees, he sees an opportunity to get help. Um and he says you know run to the to this noise so we can get you know get these people's attention you know all hell breaks loose as a as a poor moment poor decision for matt the kids are going like all different directions and he ends up hurting himself he's like this is it i i blew it with these oh, kids matt. i blew my opportunity to help these kids out yeah. um so he's injured he doesn't he thinks it's all over he's just you know it's over and he wakes up these blind kids put together this um sled put Matt in the sled he's injured they're carrying him to safety they band together wow. uh he did he did good by them you know he taught them how to stick together and work as a team and and they're pulling him to safety really fantastic what a beautiful story it's amazing go get it you dummies
2: it really is like i've re- i actually only re- i read the first 5 and then i just read the i think 10 and 11 but it really is a great great story like d- this reboot of daredevil I've never really read Daredevil before, but other than Underboss, he's terrible. What a what a what a prize this run, this current run of Daredevil, and uh, I can't wait to read issue seven. It's like the one it. that um,
1: it was nominated for best single issue for the Eisner. Wow! Oh my gosh! I gotta read this. That's you huge. have to Daredevil number seven. I give it my Aunt Slim trademark simple highest recommendation.
0: On I'm not Twitter. sure exists. That's, of the day. That that exist. Exist. that's thing. a thing.
1: You can look up uh, the Encyclopedia Britannica. It's trademarked. Disc,
0: yeah, on your CD-ROM.
1: Okay. PCC, and ROM. it's real. Your CD ROM. Uh, Do we want to get
0: into the uh, lightning round right wow. now? Do we want to do a second round uh, since we don't have somebody uh, eating up? uh, uh program, nah, you know what? Program director loves uh, beer over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, Let's refer to the general backseat executive
1: producer <laughs> over here.
0: You know, uh, I'm never going to talk on this podcast ever again. Do this here, my heavy breathing in the background. Uh, let's move into the lightning round, shall we? Lightning
1: round is where we talk about the books we've read, but in two sentences or less. Oh crap! That's right. That's it. We don't go and talk about how these blind kids save Daredevil in three sentences. We do it. it in two.
0: Got it. Um,
1: probably the worst at this, unquestionably. So podcast family man Dale underscore a uh, Twitter celeb still trying to make it better it's not
2: <clears throat> the invincible Iron Man one through six Warren Ellis A.D. granov Grenov the extremist storyline it's just the title I've. Backpedal. Back it up, Dale. Back it
0: up.
2: Oh, Warren Ellis. I would follow you anywhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's it? <laughs> How about he put his hand huh?
0: somewhere?
2: <laughs> Why did you. Take me to this place with 80 Graynholf on art.
1: <laughs> Dale underscore A, ladies and gentlemen. You need good. I'm not good,
0: all right? Jonesy loves beer. New Avengers, issue 25. The Phoenix actually appeared years ago, and the clan of the Conchu and was a predecessor of Iron Fist. What?
1: Nobody cares about Iron Fist. Save it for worst, the Fireside
0: Chat. Worst.
1: What? <laughs> Wolverine 305. New direction and creative team. I feel like this story arc has been done before. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot. Who is Jake Ellis?
2: Are you in a book club?
0: <laughs> we are. Um,
1: Nathan Edmondson on writing duties for this image title. Tansi uh, Zentjek on art. Who is Jake Ellis? Five issue miniseries. Image comics. Who wants to give a little bio On what this book is about Short bio <laughs> <laughs> Not a uh, 10 minute thesis Jonesy loves thesis si. <laughs> the- Alright so we
0: we, fought, we pick up with the story of John Moore A criminal For all intents and purposes Ex-spy And he is in the middle of a bad deal You realize in the In, in the next beat That this guy who has been kind of in the background Of the deal is not real He is a figment of John's imagination who is named Jake Ellis. And he proceeds through the five issues to give Jake special insight as to his environment, what strategies he should take to escape the criminals, and then escape the attention of the American CIA who's tracking him uh, after he's revealed himself. Then the, the issue turns to Uh, discovering the origin of why Jake is around in John's head, because you're led to believe that could Jake just be a figment of his imagination, a broken spy who's lost his mind, or is there something more to it? In issue four, we discover that there is, in fact... (laughs) Hey, Jake Ellis He's already in issue four I mean, I thought we were just doing the synopsis of uh, what the book is about I can't you, you know, can't. people love my long-form synopsis Do they? Where do you hear uh, on that the street. people love it? people just stop me on the street <laughs> And <What>? so, anyway, <laughs> before we get into our opinions uh, The volume ends and we, we find out who Jake Ellis really is Slim, your thoughts?
1: Who is Jake Ellis uh, I've actually read this before. Spoiler: I've read this before the before we decided to do this as a book club. Wow! I don't want to break any hearts right he now. Gifted you gifted it to me breaking. for my birthday. I did. Gifted. it. Com. Check it out. Um, I loved. Um, first of all, I love that it's a limited series. You know, you we're not we're that. not up to Jake Ellis thirty right now. Right. Questioning why it's still going on. Um. And the art—I love the art direction in this book. I'm a nerd for just you know the little pieces after the book, you know the little like kind of ads, but like posters uh, for the mm-hmm. book, like the design of Jake Ellis kind of standing there in a yellow background, blah 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 blah. Um, had a, had a very boring
0: Identity vibe. Definitely a very classic spy story action-packed where the the story just moves along at a breakneck pace. Mm -hmm. There was never a time when you're bored reading any issue. And there is downtime. I mean, they do present downtime in the book. I mean, early on, issue one, you have to... um, You're presented with the hell that Jake Ellis must be going through because John is making love to his girlfriend and Jake's just got to, like, stand in the room and look at the wall because he's there all the time. Some French floozy. Right. So it's not... But it's not boring downtime because it just adds another facet to the story and you get all these good nuggets as you go along to go with the action.
1: Nespa? It's French, right? Is that French? I think it is French. Somebody translate that for me.
2: Jake Ellis, hmm? Right? Yeah. I do like when you said it was a uh a limited series. You gotta love that. Like I love some it. of the best I I'd like to uh, compare it to like BBC shows, they do six or ten issues and then they get off before they milk the property, you know, to whatever mean or an end. Um, I liked, at first, I didn't think I liked it because even I liked the born feel that it had to it, but I don't feel like anything was ever resolved. Other than you finding out who Jake Ellis I, and, but then the more I thought about it, maybe that's just adds to the charm of the book. Like I felt, li- I felt a little empty mm-hmm. after I first finished all five issues, but I realized that maybe that wasn't what I should have been looking for. In the end, anyway, like the journey was fun, mm-hmm. but even the uh, like why jake took john where he took him and stuff like that it just it felt um like it wasn't explained enough to me and may, and that and it wasn't a bad thing but so i just it sounds was, like I hated it no no i i actually loved it in the end it just i i had this feeling like there was like o- only like t- spurts and touches of of the adventure that mm-hmm. he was going on and stuff like that but i realized that it it that's not what I was supposed to be enjoying anyway.
1: So. The second time I read it, I definitely got that vibe, because um, I was able to kind of. I had read it recently, and then, you know, this weekend I went through it again, and I was able to go at it at a faster clip, mm-hmm. and I did notice that, um, there were touches of, <clears throat> um, I don't know if they're like action scenes, or if you want to consider a denouement in the story, you know. You know, when it hits the highest point, I guess the highest point of the book would be, you know, the when they get to the lab at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of kind of, there was a lot of chase and there was a lot of near misses. Yeah, yeah exactly. But there wasn't a kind of, you know, grand scene during the story, which, which I didn't notice at first, but going through it kind of like faster, I noticed that there wasn't a, a big jump like in the middle of it or whatever, but it didn't take away necessarily just kind of a different view with a book. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it's a different, I don't know. It's different that it, it, it had a huge open-ended ending where I was kind of all right with it because I got the feeling that, all right, well, there's going to be a volume two and I didn't care that, you know, that happened.
0: Exactly. I think it, kind of trying to pick or marry your two thoughts together. You know, it, it's presented in such a action movie, uh, format. Where, like, you can obviously easily translate this to the uh, big screen, but what it does is it lacks a two hour movie climax. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you could never make this into a movie and then not tell anybody who Jake Ellis is. But as a comic book reader, when you see that little, you know, edge of the corner of the last panel say, coming soon, Jake Ellis Volume 2, you're like, all right, there's going to be a payoff, so I, I can enjoy it for what it is. Uh, w- which is uh, to Dale's point. It's frustrating, especially when you think that scientist is going to, uh, at the end of the book, the guy who is, I guess, I, I assume responsible for putting Jake Ellis where he is. Yeah, you think you're go- he's going to tell John the truth, right? I, yeah, but I mean, in a classic cool movie spy fashion, he never gets to. But at the same time, you're kind of like, all right, well, give me, give me something. And when I, th- I think, like, if it felt. It really felt a lot like a Bourne movie. But in the Bourne
2: movie, of course, you had to wait until the third movie to get, like, most of the explanation of why Jason Bourne is the way he is. Right. Uh, But there wasn't that payoff. But I was perfectly satisfied with the ending of John uh, stealing the uh, sailboat and just sailing off. And I I I thought it was a great story, even without those payoffs. I just, I felt like, when I first finished reading it, I felt a little empty inside, but the more I thought about it, the more I felt like this was really put together really well for a first, and especially for a first volume. And I would be perfectly satisfied if there was no second volume. Yeah.
0: What I liked most about the, the cliffhanger, um, because of both sides of what you're saying, because of it was ended at uh, issue five, and because it, it could lead into issue two, was that they weren't afraid to really abruptly change the status quo of the book and then kind of let you leave thinking when we pick up with issue six, is it going to be the same formula of the book? Are we going to be introduced to something that's totally on the other side of the moon that what we've been reading so far? So, I mean, it's uh, and that'll be fun to see when it comes out. Mm-hmm. Because, it, they, I mean, it, the last page, last panel, you're like, Okay, I mean, is everything back to the kind of way we think it is, or we know it, or is this all is this all really in John's head now? So it was cool. I liked it. Maybe he's just really a psychopath, and uh, and the whole thing was just a just a kook.
1: It's all dream.
0: I I really liked the uh, the art style too. It was like the church.
2: (laughs) There wasn't like a whole lot of color combinations in the uh, in the in the book and in the panels, but I think that really worked well for. Um, you know the 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 look and the feel of the book. I mean, what do I know about? I don't know squat about art and stuff. But I think it I think it really worked for. Uh, it was just a pretty book, and the way it was put together with like the same kind of looked like the same mate kind of palette mm-hmm. was used in the uh, in the book overall. And then the flashback scenes would be all red with black uh, lines yeah. and stuff like that. That was really cool.
0: Most of the panels really reminded me of like that Ian Fleming, uh, dust jackets. That Like on the Bond novels Where it was kind of like a fractured picture You could definitely see the picture going on But it was grayscale And very uh, thematic Mm -hmm. And it felt like I I don't know, and I wish I knew And and I'll probably try to dig up some interviews For when they were doing uh, marketing for this book But I wonder if that's the What they were going for When they were coming up with the art style for this book Were they going for Hey, let's because it's a spy thriller. Mm-hmm. Let's make the art like the old, you know, novels and the old dust jackets and you know, James Bond, where you only see the white shirt of his tuxedo, kinda like the grayscale yeah. you see in Jake mm-hmm. Ellis. I mean, I, I thought it was neat. I really liked it.
2: Now, I didn't get the vibe. I don't think that what was his name, John Moore? Yeah. He was wasn't he in, like an FBI agent or something? So a it says CIA defunct CIA. Oh, oh he was defunct. I didn't know he was defunct. Defunct. Um, yeah, yeah, really really cool Jake. I like the uh the
1: whole concept of Jake Ellis and uh I thought it was going to be the first time I read it I thought it was just in his head and it was himself. So I was generally, you know, shocked at the um yeah, to find out that they were fused or, mm-hmm. or, or, or with some kind of Jake Ellis yeah, those, was think, an actual I, person. I think issue four's ending was him seeing that there was a file on Jake Ellis yeah, the same building which was, that he was at,
0: which was cool cuz Jake directs him to John Moore's own file to find out because Jake wants to know if he's real or not. Mm-hmm. And so they look at John Moore's file, and they're kind of at a – kind of hit a dead end. And then, you know, for S's and G's, John Moore flips up to the E's and see there's a Jake Ellis file.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was so, good. It was good. Was cool. And they
0: they allude to the fact that Jake Ellis is some kind of super spy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, it's kind of like read between the lines that like – they they it's like some throwaway lines like, well, you know, with a profile like his or what he's done. Yeah, and know, he's that taught. That kind of he's stuff. basically
2: taught John Moore all that. James Bond. All the James Bond Yeah, James
0: Bond? James Bond. Yeah, Jake Ellis, James Bond. It's pretty, pretty easy to.
1: I can see it now. The dots. It's, it's clear in my purview. Your purview. I think that's a word. Um, but I, re- I mean, you wanted
2: a satisfying read and five issues. I'm really glad I read them all at once too, because I, after yeah. the first or two issues, I remember thinking to myself, I don't think I could have read them a month apart just because it, it felt like there wasn't, like, a story in each issue. You can uh, definitely
1: get it for 8 bucks on uh, com. Digital Trades. Yeah. Way of the Future. Collection. Man. It's true. 7 if you want to check it out. Yeah. I That's, wonder, does any, do, do either of us know when Volume 2 is, is there a date for Volume 2? Uh, let me get, uh, it's the app. Can you get, the, can you get the
2: internet on that? It. Yeah, hang on. I think, uh, no, what is it, November or, December, the last issue
1: came out, so oh, it's probably going to be another. Oh, God. He's doing, um, the writer's doing The Activity now. That's in the app.
0: Oh, really? The activity? Yeah, it's like
1: a, it's, uh, I read the first issue, <clears throat> excuse me, I read the first issue and it was good. It was, it's just like a military uh, team, like a military strike force. Um, I didn't, it's not like any superhero or cape or anything. It's just kind of like a drama about mm. this military team. It was pretty good. I, I think that was the uh, draw of it. That's in the app too. If anyone wanted to. Uh... Any any news on the volunteer? Oh, hang on, I'm uh, having internet
0: trouble.
2: And the uh, yeah, like I mean, the su- intern is. I'm really surprised that in the, uh, the digital pages that they left those, they're not letters pages, but they're kind of like letters pages. Mm-hmm. They're basically they just took tweets. Yeah, and e- and short emails from regular users who maybe they've picked up on, uh, you know, the search search string Jake Ellis.
1: It's always weird seeing tweets and links, or not even links, just like Twitter names on a comic book page. I don't know why that weirds me out, but it does. Really weird you out. Even when people mention Twitter on TV, it freaks me out. Like I don't know what it is because like, it's not. You don't think it should be that mainstream? I don't know. No, not that. I just, it's like when you, if you're watching the Oscars or, or something and someone mentions Twitter, like, and you can follow the tweets live at or something, so it's, it's like worlds collide. It just doesn't make any sense to me. It is,
2: now that, now, like, every newscaster is, like.
1: Is on Twitter and they, they list their, their Twitter, Twitter name. Yeah, yeah, that's really weird. Uh, it just freaks me out is what's happening. Jonesy looks like he doesn't know what he's doing right now. I mean the intern doesn't. No. Yeah, uh, look you. for Jake Ellis volume two, never, because Jonesy can't quite Listen, r- it's rattle uh, this. It's the chorus. Dale
2: Wi Fi here is the problem. If you could probably get that uh get that out in print too in the
1: papercake spinner rack. Oh yeah. The comic, comic- book shop shop in Delaware. Jake Ellis, volume
0: one. We got your letters. I'm going to open them up. Farrison's Dale. I'm going to read them to you.
1: Thanks, intern. Letters at paperkeg.com. You want to letter us You know, via email? Yeah, well, maybe we'll read it. Please do. You know? You know? We.
2: You want to letter our iTunes reviews, too. Go ahead. Do it. I'm not going to stop you. Yeah? Nope.
1: Did we get any good ones this week?
2: We got some good ones now. Bear with me. The first one is uh, Is a couple paragraphs, but it bears, it's worth reading. And I'm no Mark Farrington. Who is? Rest in peace, Mark. Bailington. Yes, we won't, yeah. The trailer. So m- moving on. Moving on. <clears throat> hey, fellows. So after listening to your discussion of Baltimore The Curse Bells this week, it got me thinking about Dark Horse and their decision to develop their own app outside of Comixology and their lack of a presence within Comixology in general. Why the heck did they do this? Seriously, it drives me bonkers. I've bought two books in their app, and I completely forgot about them because they weren't in Comixology. I never really bother to go to their digital store anymore because I'm lazy and want all my books in one place. Also, I'm a sucker for Guided View, and their shoddy version of it can't compare. Hmm. Doesn't it seem as if they're they're missing out on sales and deciding to do this anyway? I mean, it seems that they're missing out on sales from comi- Comixology regulars who may not even be aware of the DH app. Also, doesn't the Kindle Fire come with Comixology already installed on the device? They're missing out they there. Is this
1: you, Slim? <laughs> it's, not me. No, it's not me. They're missing
2: out there as well. It annoys me because I really want to be able to purchase Goon and BPRD and mm-hmm. Hellboy Monthly, but that sounds like due to the inconvenience of the separate app, I can't. Sorry for the rant. Your discussion just got me thinking about this. Love your show, by the way. I've only been listening for three weeks, but I've already gone back and listened to your entire back catalog, including the old comics podcast. Wow. Ooh, I just got tingles. That's bonus points. <laughs> and you're usually the highlight of my workday. Wow. Seth Breedlove, rule, p- future ruler of planet Earth. Wow, we've, we've heard Seth, from the future. Wow.
1: You are the man. So Seth,
0: hopefully you'll spare our lives when that day Seth, comes. Seth
1: right. uh, Breedlove. How, that sounds like the most fake name I've ever heard, so more power to him. So you know it's a real... If that's a real last name, that's the most epic last uh, name. I would love to have Dark Horse in the comics app.
2: Love it. Did you tell? No. Um, well, obviously, the reason why they're not in the app now is they're trying to do it by on their own. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's mm-hmm. a that's just a business decision, and I guess they just probably feel like they can do. I mean, they can they can probably make more money if they think they can do it um, on their own. Which you know depending on which side Of the book you, you the side of the Coin you look at it's a smart decision or It's a bad decision mm-hmm. I mean Comicsology Is blowing up and they're Everybody it's becoming a household Name for folks with uh, Tablets and phones and Fires and things like mm-hmm. that um, And Dark Horse uh, You know they may be regretting Their decision or they may f- be Sticking with it John I Z, mean,
1: what do you think of the Dark Horse
2: Have
0: to use it uh, no, actually, and I use it for the, the express purpose of that, uh, like uh, Brie Love, I want all my books in one place. And that's, I mean, I don't know, maybe that makes me short-sighted or maybe it makes me crotchety, but that's I weird. don't want to flip into another app for my collection. It's kind of crotchety.
1: It's, um, it's interesting that uh, Brian Hibbs, that retailer, uh, writes at CBR all the time is kind of, he calls himself a digital skeptic nut. Digital mm-hmm. hater, um, he's doing um, the Diamond Initiative. Like they're doing their own um, thing with retailers, yeah, with the iVerse and stuff. Like and that. Um, so it's with iVerse, and they have a web. St- he has like one of the beta web stores up. If, actually, Archie is the first one that had it. So if you go to like ArchieDigital.ArchieComics.com or something, you can see their web store. Um, and he and he brought up the question that like. Some of his customers are like, "Well, I use Comixology. You know, why don't you just do so and so?" I didn't think he called it like white people problems, like not being able to want to open up two different apps or whatever. But it's it's funny that it's true. People, it's like, you know,
0: you All want right. to well, just use okay. the one app. It's call, true. Call it. I mean, call white. I mean, that's pretty snarky and funny. And big props to that guy for making a joke at a nerd's expense. But think it's, think it's, of it this way: in like in the print world. Uh, why would I? You know, I would probably separate all my Dark Horse books into its own Lumbox for sure. No, you wouldn't. But I wouldn't leave the comics I read regularly in my den, and then get in a car, drive across town, and put my Dark Horse books in a storage container. I have them all right in my collection where they'll be at my fingertips.
1: It's it's weird because I. Like I want an Apple TV for AirPlay streaming for my iPad, but get it, I have it. I get it. I've been buying. I use my Xbox all the time, so I've been buying and renting movies on Xbox. So I kind of have something invested in my Xbox. So mm-hmm. I'd rather NHL have an app for the Xbox so that I can just keep using my Xbox. Yeah, because I'm already there. Right. Um, Absolutely. And it provides a perfect experience for just renting. Like it's a perfect piracy deterrent. I can click two buttons and I'm watching the newest episode of Walking Dead. You know, I don't need to track down a torrent of
0: what God have what have you for three hours and watch it later that night. And maybe it's a demon that eats your computer. I mean, that's it, what scares me about piracy. You could die, man.
2: That and that's that's convenience is key for you know you want to make money, make things convenient to buy, which mm-hmm. they absolutely do. Um, but. You're talking about you, on your home screen of your iPad, you can have your Comixology icon and your Dark Horse icon next to each other mm-hmm. as long as you know the Dark Horse books are in the Dark Horse app. I mean, right. I use the Dark Horse app all the time. I, I use their web store. What do you think um, about
1: having them as separate two apps? You think it's a, a it's a gripe that people have not wanting to use two apps? Are you all right with using two apps? I'm, I'm actually fine with using two apps only because I'm, maybe
2: I'm so used to buying Dark Horse books that I know... You know, I have to go into the Dark Horse app. But I can see people's want with having just one app. You know, you have one login. It seems kind of crotchety and lazy, but I can can definitely see Seth's and a bunch of users' Mm -hmm. points about having, you know, every comic in one app. But... I mean, yeah. I, I'm fine. I'm absolutely fine with the, the Dark Horse app, but well, I don't buy weekly comics in either app. I buy them at the, the comic book store. Big so job. maybe if I had, uh, you know, a, a reason, if I had to remember what books were coming out when. Now, I know, like, Comixology, I don't know if Dark Horse does it because I don't follow weekly comics, really, but Comixology, you can set an alert to when a new issue comes out, yeah. it'll alert you. Now, if Dark Horse does that, that would be cool, um, I know... They don't do that in their app? Oh, I don't know. I'm not yeah. sure. Um, I know the... Uh, but the Guided View is something else entirely. I mean, the Guided View is like a work of art. I mean, comicsology does really hire visionaries. They they kind of know how to mm. edit a book into the Guided View. And, and the, the Dark Horse app is very lacking in Guided View and stability and stuff like that. There are a couple features I'd like to see in the Dark Horse app. That mimics Comixology But I mean I'm all But I'm actually I'm all for them Trying to make it In this great big digital world In their own mm-hmm. app It's I the mean, wild west As they call it Yeah I everywhere. mean, And they're just trying To carve it out And you know If things don't work out They Side with comic. I'm sure Comixology Isn't going to turn them away If they ever wanted to go Let me there. tell you
1: something I would love to pay Any amount of money For a Fear Agent omnibus Oh you're... man Would
0: you <laughs> stop right now I In the Dark Horse app Not too I mean Do we have another letter We need <laughs> I mean come on Like,
1: I listen That's a topic for another day So what you do you
2: know? I mean what do you think though You work for Comixology but do. Are you fine with a Dark Horse app Disclaimer
1: I don't know I would love to have Dark Horse In the Comixology app I like having everything In one place I was a heavy Comixology user Before I started work There um, It's just that It's a You know It's, it's a matter of convenience You can call White people problems if you want it's, it's um, terrible that's crazy <laughs> like, uh but of course he's got to say that because he wants he, he needs to draw people away from Comicsology to use his digital storefront yeah and, and that's I- asking a lot because you have people like myself that have almost a thousand books with comiXology right uh it's no it's not an easy task to say you know you got a thousand books with comiXology come over and use my digital storefront that's not going to work with your comics app and that's actually to your to your point,
2: drink. Um, <laughs> I, I'm actually kind of the same way with Xbox too. I've I've bought and rented uh, TV seasons and episodes, and mm-hmm. it's just like you're invested in that now. You don't want to fragment yourself with another HDMI cable and another source on your TV. Yeah. If you even have that, you know, just for something else that you might keep half of your library in itunes half on xbox Mm -hmm. you know and all that so So we're
1: xbox versus ps3 you know it's another comparison exactly i mean what and everyone knows ps3s are stupid they're they're gonna get hacked and they're gonna take your credit card Yeah, your your credit card you want to give it to some kind of you know scam in the some podunk country go right there exactly but um seth seth breeds love on the twitter i think he uh he does a podcast too does it mention that in his email Ancillary, yeah. is it called Ancillary Podcast? Ancillarycharacters.com I, t- I, I tuned out. in. Good. I tuned in. Um, not Skype. Oh, there you go. That's, I <laughs> got a go. preface, not I Skype. Wanna be,
0: I want to listen right now.
1: So props to Seth. I actually,
2: um, Seth, thanks, I mean, thank you for the compliments and the letters and we're glad you, you yeah, listened.
0: It blows my mind that someone will go back and listen to our, uh, what do you call it? Our, uh, I'm, actually, I'm not
1: done talking yet. If you could just stop for a minute, <laughs> I checked. <laughs> I checked out his 56 podcast. 56 issues of this, folks. I checked. I checked out uh, his podcast, and it's actually it's actually pretty funny. Seth is uh he. There's a th- he does a thesis at the end of the one episode I checked out, which I want to talk about in the fireside um, on how he would have done the new fifty-two, and really? he some pretty. Smart points. So we'll, maybe we can talk about that it's after far
2: So, oh, so check check
0: out you. his podcast. It's pretty good. Ancillary uh, character. I need a new podcast in my life. I'm gonna I'm gonna listen. Slim, so is that okay that I talk to this then? Oh, god. Where's Mark?
2: Next up, John in Don't Middleton, me. Illinois. Illinois. Fake. With Mark thrill Thrillbent, do you think he'll be selling PDFs, CBRs, or just in web reading? Do you like downloading PDFs of book books as opposed to reading them in an app like Comixology Mm. That's a good question. Very digital, um, digital
1: infused s- segment.
2: I bet Thrillbent will be like in web reading. Uh-huh. I bet you that'll be tablet friendly. But uh, I think like the Luther experience, not the PDF you could
0: download. Mm.
2: I bet you it'll be more like that. But I, 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 I agree. Based on
0: nothing. I mean, I don't know. No, I, I get the same feeling that it won't be a you know FTP download of whatever <laughs> you want. Jargon, and, yeah, <laughs> but uh,
2: well, I mean, and yeah. he's trying to digitize comics and to be more like the Marvels Infinite Avengers vs X Men Infinite. Um, you can't do that with a PDF, obviously. So mm-hmm. he's going, to, he's trying to change the experience of reading. If he can do that with a downloadable file, then he may. But
0: uh, until then, you're probably just going to have to read it on Thrillbent in some way. Uh, and to answer the second question. Uh, I like reading my comics through Comixology and not just because Slim's sitting here. I just, like I said, I love everything in one in one place. I go to my comics tab, I can look at all my collections, and uh, I know that, you know, I'm not going to get any kind of crazy kooky viruses by trying to download <laughs> it and transfer it. I got safe content on my tablet, and I never <laughs> have to worry about it. Yeah. Th-
1: Throbout reminds me. Remember two dollar comics? Remember
0: that? Yeah, your Tumblr? back your, in the day. Your Tumblr?
1: great Tumblr. Um, so yeah, before I don't know, maybe before Cake, But I started. I started. This was around when Scotty Young started doing his two dollar sketchbook, and like a couple, it was like the hot stuff at the moment where people started doing that. So I I made a tumbler that kind of cataloged those two dollar PDFs, and those were you had to read them like in a PDF viewer on your computer, or if you had an iPad, you could read it in iBooks or Comic Zeal, mm-hmm. so I don't know. I, I'm guessing he's just gonna do web stuff because I don't know. I mean, the it's not an ideal customer experience, I don't think, to just hand out PDFs or CBRs. People people hate DRM, and I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't. I get the DRM argument, but. I don't get, like, you just want the PDF on your hard drive? Is it going to make you sleep better at night, I guess? I don't know. But, I mean, you get the non-DRM, but you still get, like, with Comixology or another service, like Kindle, you have to download it whenever you want, wherever you want. I mean, that's, yeah. that's a whole lot better than just, where's the hard drive with my Thrillbent number one or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I think it'll just be, I think it'll be web stuff first and, and with, then and some something else later, maybe.
2: PDFs is kind of just like, I mean, once you get the once the the choice gets put in your hands, it could be you, you're fragmented in your own life. You get a PDF, you could put it in Cloud Reader, you could put it in iBooks, you could put it in some cockamamie PDF reader, you know. Yeah. And, and then, then you, you Dropbox. You, and then you got to store the source file where in your email, like. Yeah. Now you're uh, responsible. White yeah. people problems, right? <laughs>
1: that is some white people problems <laughs> right
2: there. Ciao, please. <laughs> Throwback, check it out. Yeah. That's live, right? May first tomorrow. Oh, is it May first tomorrow?
1: Yeah. Oh. yeah I, guess we'll, I guess we'll find out tomorrow. It's together. Check it Why out. By I mean... the time this posts, we'll be looking like idiots because everything will be up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we got we got time for. Yeah, you want to do yeah. one more? I mean,
2: do, it. do it. Just do it. Okay. Um do we, J- do we have J Bo? J Bo. Representing. My man, J Bo. Jacob Beaumont. Las Vegas. <laughs> He's out there doing drugs. Keeping it real. Las Vegas. <laughs> High as a kite. CSI. <laughs> Last week, I wrote about the weak art on AVX. Oh, man, this is a. This is why you want yeah, to. J- what's he is said? It another what's inflammatory what's sh- email. Let's hear
1: what JBA has to say. Slim I agree said with Slim Slim,
2: <laughs> Slim said it might be the inks that were the turnoff. Slim hit the nail on the head. Oh, it was. Jesus the inks. Christ!
1: Thank you, thank you.
2: You guys mentioned Brian K. Vaughan's "Why the Last Man" pretty regularly on the podcast, and I was wondering if any of you had a chance to sit down and give do the first couple issues of Saga a read. In my mind, this book is an example of an art style and a writing style lining up perfectly. Best Jacob Beaumont on the Twitter. Um, saga is fantastic.
1: That's magnificent.
2: I get weak in the knees thinking about Saga. Uh, I think, j you're absolutely right. I mean, uh, Fiona Staples on that, John? Mm. And, uh, I mean, I, we talked about Saga 1, and it just it feels like it's just a fully fleshed-out world with characters that have been, like, In sitting in a notebook Just waiting to get uh, Written about You know And and shown
0: to the world So uh, Saga's really excellent What I love uh, Most about uh, BKV's work in general And not only because He has this Knack of being able to find Just the right artist For what story He's trying to tell Is that he There's It's flawless execution You never realize He never makes A story mistake Except when he did Ultimate X-Men You know what I mean it is homework Slim. Oh okay. Like why and saga. Okay. Sorry. Do we have to bring that back up? Sorry, everybody. Come every on. time. We ran out of ticker because of it. your arrogance. <laughs> 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 yeah, I just like in Why the Last Man, like there was never any parts of the story that went nowhere. There was never anything that wasn't important to you at the end of the book. And I think Saga's gonna be the same and I I love, you know, God for the ride. Yeah? Absolutely. What a show.
1: What a G-Damn show Good show Wincom
0: Number one on, on the Wincom. Oh,
1: okay, I wasn't sure
0: All the best episodes are when Mark's gone uh, White people show. problems next, yeah, you am I right?
1: uh, next time we talk to you maybe be at Free Comic Book Day Yeah, I mean Be there live J-Bo, be there live J-Bo, I heard Beer. J-Bo's flying in Please, J-Bo <laughs> Just not to talk about in, how J-Bo. right you are I'll put them up. We have a guest something. We have a guest suite. We have a be. guest bathroom. <laughs> he can yeah. slip in the tub.
0: <laughs> put him out on your huge balcony.
1: Next week we have um, a big book club. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Ooh, Wolverine Brotherhood. Greg Rucka and Derek Robertson. Wolverine. Uh, we'll see everybody at Free Comic Book Day. See you there.
2: welcome back. Dan. So I wanted to uh, bring it up yeah. before we got into the more firesidey stuff. Um Jay Bo Jacob Beaumont's email reminded me about that depressing tweet. Uh Fiona Staples, Fiona Staples, Steve Niles. Oh. That? oh, what was that? that? Yeah.
0: Remember that? Mm-hmm.
2: So uh I yeah. tweeted Steve Niles just out of out of the blue. He was talking about, you know, creator own stuff, God knows what. <laughs> and uh so I tweeted him like, Steve, so who do I have to Kickstarter to uh, get some more mystery side or pump mystery society pumped out, so me and my friends can enjoy it. He basically uh, tweeted he tweeted me directly back. He's like, dude, forget it, it's not happening. Uh, the the publisher won't let me put any more out. This is why you got to support creator-owned stuff. It's not happening. Be, and he called me dude, so I'm his dude now. But. <laughs> Mystery Society. What a depressing resting.
1: tweet that was. That, if sucks. you come to
2: Free Comic Book Day and you don't buy the Mystery Society off of the papercake spinner rack, I am gonna be mad because that is a book to be cherished. What? I might go back and buy it again in print. What's beautiful? Why on earth would the publisher not let him do more Mystery Society? I I mean it's and like it's I D. W. and might they might as well call that company Steve Niles' as IDW. Yeah. I, I don't understand why I they don't would. understand what possible reason. Why would I, if I'm Steve Niles, I tell them I'm doing more Mystery Society?
1: You know what I mean? What I'm, um, when he's, when I saw that tweet, I was like, well, did he try to renegotiate some kind of contract or something? Yeah, is and he playing hardball? Maybe he wanted to get the rights back? I have no idea. I mean, I mean it's, maybe just a tactic, an, it's just but. such an odd thing to say the publisher won't let me do any more Mystery Society.
2: Yeah. Every, I don't get and it, and the and the, well, on the same, and then the same breath, he's like, "That's why you got to back creators and creator like, and he's and yeah. he's way
0: into that." There was it? a yeah, there was a minor if you already read it and bought it, you're already effing backing creators.
1: Right there was you know? there was a minor little uproar on the term creator owned the other day on the twi- on oh, Twitter. Yeah, I, yeah, I ta- read that. I want to talk to you about that. People were getting kind of bored with the marketing of creator owned comics, creator owned comics. You know, why not call it good comics? You and know, you, well-written comics,
2: and and you, you, there was a reason why you said that was a good point. Like you, te- you tend to agree with them. I think you said
1: because I think creator-owned comics are now just like a buzzword. Where I, you publish publicize something as creator-owned, it means I have to buy it. Like I, why well, it could be creator-owned, but why should I read it? And just because it's creator-owned doesn't mean it's the you know the cat's PJs. You know, tell me why I should read it. I don't. You know, you could just say, "Hey, read this book." Well, I uh, don't just okay. tell me it's a good story, or tell me you know it's a great comic book. Why does it have to be creator-owned? Creator-owned, you know. So why? So I say, let it be both. Say it both. Yeah. I say it's
2: creator-owned and good. Yeah. Do that. You know, uh, just okay.
1: a, it, and by the time you know, creator-owned is like this popular thing now where um, it's creator-owned, creator-owned. You know, buy this. It's creator-owned. Um, but there's going to be a there's going to be like a blow up point where people just get tired of hearing creator own you know they're going to buy a few creator own books they're going to be trash and then they're like they're just going to be tired of the whole thing okay
2: yeah i wanted to pick your brain because i think that's there's the a, other topic i wanted to talk about in news that i forgot yeah, yeah.
1: i mean there's a, there's a few people that really promote creator own through the like to the moon but mm-hmm. at some at some point the mat, like the allure of quote creator own is going to be you know, seen through, I think. Yeah, and I think we're almost at that point.
2: I mean, I get to tell who's ever listening that uh complained about that, um, it still works on me. I'm a total sucker for mm-hmm. creator owned. If 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 you market to me as creator owned, I'm still going to cherish it like it were the best thing ever. Sure. Um but I definitely I can see that wearing out thin as soon as I pick up a, a bad creator owned book. Uh First thing to come to mind was that weird ass um, Wizard of Oz, No Place Like Home story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, now that I think of it, okay, now I'm sick of creator run books right. now because <laughs> that was, I draw no parallels from uh-huh. Wizard of Oz. But other than that, yeah. But yeah, okay, you're right.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was just the creator on blow up. Yeah. I had a few th- What did I. Oh, um, Breed's Love. Seth Breed's Seth Love. Seth Breed's Love. Um so was there like was a, there was a segment where they talked about hockey. Sorry. He um talked about how he would do the new 52 and uh he would have done it with like five all-star titles like Ultimate Universe. Mm-hmm. He would have just okay. done books by Scott Snyder like on Batman, Jeff Lemire on Superman, Grant Morrison on JLA. Um okay. Seth Breedlove, get
2: in mind. Uh,
1: and that would have been their clean slate. You know, start from scratch. And he would have done, I think he would have done the mainstream titles down to 25 books. And Jeff Johns would have just kind of oversaw the majority of those. So 25 mainstream. And five, five ultimate also. titles. Okay. Um, which I thought would have been great. I don't know why, you know, then I thought about it. I like, why didn't they do just kind of like an ultimate verse? Relaunch. Keep it down to like five, four or five titles. I, th- I mean, it looked how
2: it, it's got the possibility of working out really well if they if they were to kick off an ultimate kind of all star line because, I mean, you, that's the yeah. true way of of. A clean I would
0: have loved that. I mean, yeah, that's what I thought Earth One was gonna be. You know, yeah. I thought they were really gonna do like Earth One Batman, Earth One Superman, Earth One JLA, and that could have been our ultimate universe for. Uh, DC, but like when you look at when you look back at it now, like Marvel's initial Ultimate Universe was such both artistically and and uh, financially a hit.
2: Oh yeah, it you was. Know? It was like mm-hmm. lightning like mm-hmm. in a bottle.
0: Maybe I mean. DC was too afraid of you know didn't want to be seen as just taking Johnny a page from them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or just trying to do it again. Well, Well, I mean, they sort of did it
1: with the All Star Superman. I don't know. I just would have. I thought that would have been great. I mean, I think New Fifty Two is good. I'm, I'm, you know, getting Batman every month, which is something I wasn't doing before. But, you know, I'm not in charge. Not in charge.
0: I mean, does uh, Breeds Love go over like what I thought was really good about the Ultimate Universe? Is they, you know, back then Bendis and and those guys weren't the huge names they are now, give a couple young, you know, talented writers pretty much control over an entire universe and say, do what you want. Just make sure it's good. Mm. I mean, that could have been, you know,
1: that would have been huge to see that. When Miller, Miller took over, or he started doing Ultimate X-Men, I actually checked out the wiki because I went back, I downloaded some of the earlier trades for Ultimate X-Men and I was going over it. And I forgot that, like, they they were, like, cursing in the first couple of trades of that. But it was, like, all blotted out with, like, the symbols and stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, And it was around the time Millar had just gotten done authority. So he was, like, the new up-and-coming writer that, like, blew minds on authority. And he had never... The only thing he knew about the X-Men were the, was the first movie. Really? And that was it, yeah. And they gave him... They told him, like, here, just go do whatever you want with um the comics. Which that's, I didn't realize. That's astounding to me.
2: I mm-hmm. mean, holy crap. Yeah. I didn't know that guy. Didn't know comics really.
1: Uh, well, he didn't know uh, uh, X Men comics. Well, I guess well, it's comics. I mean, he only knew the local Scottish, can, Scottish that's comics. Amazing. You know, how you Did I have anything else on my list here? Let me let me pull this out here. Tales, yeah, it's something else. Band of Jesus, what is that? Bands? Band of Jesus, yeah, that's the new band we're starting. I wrote notes, and this doesn't even make any sense. Mark is a is Bond. Out. oh, Bond jackets. That's what I wrote. Okay. <laughs> Uh, did you hear Amazon got the rights to the Bond books? No, I did not hear yeah. that. And apparently, they're redesigning the covers for the for a new release. That's awful
0: because I love those old Ian Fleming covers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I bought, I think I went on a kick like a couple summers ago, and was at a Barnes and Nobles And have like a birthday gift card, and I just got all of them. And they were nice. They had they were like they were the recreations of the old, um, uh, the old jackets that they had in like a collection. And the only thing different is they had like a different colored stripe on the side, so you knew what book it was. Oh wow! I mean, it was just sort and it's a really nice looking collection on the shelf. The book, I mean, Ian Fleming never wrote a nine hundred page novel, so they're nice, fun, quick reads. Yeah, read really like travel logs, and you can throw them up on your shelf, and you know they're not really contingent on one another, so you can read, you know, stories out of uh, out of sync, and you won't mm-hmm. really miss much. I mean, and that's, man, that was great. I should start reading them again. Every dust, every
1: hardcover book I ever bought that had a dust jacket, I just throw the dust jacket out. I hated them. They've gotten in the way when I try to read. They do get in the way. <laughs> the well, worst. the
0: yeah. collection I got wasn't the old dust jackets anymore. It was actually just the uh, printed pa- on the paperback. paperback. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I don't get a hardcover. I used to get a hardcover novels only. And, you know, I had, I was real nice. I had uh, like a like an embosser. That's it from the library of Jones. I, I had a lot of books bro. I read a lot. I remember bro.
1: your your room was covered uh, with books, mm-hmm. VHS tapes, <laughs> and you had your comics <laughs> in like um, binders. Yep. Did you ever do that, Dale? Comics and binders. Yeah. No. I Bagged
0: haven't. and boarded, and then I got an additional cover with a three ring hole punched, and I would have special like I would have a binder that was uh like it had the Daredevil run, in a binder. And oh, that's then cool. I have like, then I have like Marvel twenty ninety nine in a, a binder, and then the whole Batman run in a binder, and it's just like, because what I like to do is uh, I wouldn't want to pull them out of the back and board to read them because you know you got you don't do that once you back and board you don't nuts. open the book yeah. again, but I could almost like cover flow on an iPod, open up a binder and flip through the covers mm. and remember the issues, and I kind of dug that, you know what I mean, just every once in a you while you created cover flow. In, in my own heart and mind, in your bedroom, yeah. as a youth, as a youth, you know. missed out. Hire on me, on the Apple. Billions. It's
1: too late. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's over. <laughs> Everyone right. hates Coverflow now.
0: Yeah, I like. I liked it that way. It for talks your system resources and <laughs> slows your FTP, down. right, Gen Z Yeah, FTP colon backslash. What a show! Uh, dump sites. Good so a show. Link. Um, I mean, uh, you know,
2: we did. Uh, I think we did pretty well
1: for three of us. I mean, right? Rest in peace. Well, uh, you know, it's rest in peaceington. <laughs> Free comic book day. Yeah. We're going to be there. I tell you, that's this thing is shaping up to be something else. Think they can deliver beer to our table? Man, do you think so? I don't know. We we might be able to get some you beer. Get, oh, I was about to suggest trunk beers. Jonesy's not going to be there. Yeah, like, well, yeah. I
0: did come up with the concept of the trunk beers.
1: You, got, you guys can use it for I'm free. Though. we could probably get some roadies <laughs> to help us out. Some road sodas?
0: <laughs> yeah. Kids still say that? Road I sodas? I think they do.
1: Whoever said yeah. that? Uh, I made it up right I now. I like it. I just coined it. So, I think feel brew free, pops was your feel phrase. free. Brew pops was something that I used for a while. Guzzlies you're amazing.
2: Ice, every facet, <laughs> ice of pops of life. You're amazing. Thank you. Slim of
1: life. Uh, where's Jbo? I wish somebody
0: could just email. Yeah, email in right now and just say how <laughs> can right you can are.
1: We get Jbo to email in right now to it, congratulate you me know, being. You
0: awesome. always go on about my ego, but your ego is probably forty <laughs> times the size, fifty-two times the size of mine. Oh,
1: here we go. DC.
0: Don't here right. go with me, here buddy. E go. go. Goodton. So,
1: yeah, come to a Free Comic Book Day. You know, and then we'll go out and get some drinks. Yeah, we'll probably. Uh, yeah. We'll talk about Jonesy behind his back and we'll make fun
0: of him. That guy's a snake. And
1: not invite me snake. to things because I'm not on Facebook. He is an absolute viper.
2: We'll probably uh, maybe head to the bar. Four or five. Depends on, you know, how many people are wanting to hang out with us? Right, Penny. Could be nobody.
1: It could just be me and Dale and <laughs> Beth Corto yeah, looking at each other like idiots. Then we're
2: definitely going to the bar earlier than that. 8,
1: 11 a.m. we'll be there
2: Yeah, getting hot dogs. You guys aren't
0: even going to the comic book store at all, are you? <laughs> not if there's a bar down the street. It's getting mighty appealing to just. Oh, mm. well, that was uh, when we were at uh, RamadaCon. We were tag-teaming each other going in for the <laughs> bar back. Well, not like that. Come on. <laughs> well,
2: you started like. You started breathing heavy because you knew the bar was right there. You're like <laughs> you're hyperventilating.
1: You started getting BT. I was like
0: Pavlog's dog. I just best, started salivating. Like, I got to get out of here.
1: Best part of going to the Con, uh was Dale's interaction with people. Dino <laughs> would come to the to our table, and Dale <laughs> just would be seething, wanting to strangle them to death. <laughs> yeah.
0: I've never podcast. You ever heard of those? You haven't. You haven't. Uh, would you? You said to the guy, "Oh, you you ever listen to podcasts? No. You have an iPod? No." <laughs> You're like, you ever you're heard like, of Get Out of Here? You ever, get, you ever heard of it. you ever heard of comic books? And so the guy's like, No,
2: I. I mean, you were making mortal enemies out of everyone that everyone I came was so frustrated by the end of that day because there was no. I mean, I'm the nicest. I'll talk to anybody. There's absolutely no way you can be that ignorant to not know <laughs> what a podcast is.
0: And maybe you know what? Maybe it's because of Delaware County. No, it's because you were being nice to people that they automatically turned on you. Yeah, that's oh, probably like, what well, it was. This guy's going to be nice to me. What we'll f him. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it was. I'm like, I'm going to talk to these people. I'm really going to
2: connect. with. No, I didn't connect with a soul. Because they didn't know. We technology. connected
1: with that drug addict that we gave that signed poster to.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. he was, he never he, gave he, us a review. He ran. Yeah, he promised. Oh, guy, i got to go listen tonight.
2: His, his iPhone was in his car, and he was going to go review us on iTunes
1: right away. And yeah. His
0: I, yeah, his so,
2: iPhone, a meth. It, I think it was a Carlos Pacheco
1: signed poster. <laughs> <laughs> we gave, a, we yeah, gave Mark, it to him. Mark wanted it.
0: I uh, remember I was trying to unload that Thor figure all day. And yeah, nobody, nobody wanted it. Nobody wanted that. Nobody wants anything. It was Thor. a Marvel Select, and the guy, and all the Thor. guy
2: who who runs the ran that show was like mental patient zero. <laughs> he was like, we we had all these big plans, like we we're gonna have these raffles, and and the, besides the fact that nobody wanted to fill out one of our raffle tickets, I mean. Uh, the, well, guy, so a a so the guy was just like for not this con. I he wasn't mean, encouraging us. The to people have...
1: that went to this convention, a did not have a computer. B did not have internet access. Right. And, well, yeah, now I know. Um, C just were social, social like nothings. Right. They, they could not interact with human beings on a basic emotional level.
0: It, it, that's exactly and the other boiled down. Yes, the other part of the population were just collection completists. Mm-hmm. that weren't we're, they're just there to find issues and not to interact yeah. with anybody right and they get out as fast as they could so
2: this this is what gives me high hopes for the free comic book day because I mean Sarah and Patrick they're all they're on social media they run like the coolest shop ever and they're cool people and they mm-hmm. talk to their customers and for the yeah. most part I'm sure everyone there is amazing and uh, you know I think as soon as we know what a, tell them what a podcast everybody there is going to know what a podcast is and
1: We'll start with the internet. We'll ask if they have internet access. Yeah. Yeah. Although exactly. that could have been why you started hating people, because I think that might have been your first question. You're like, you got
2: internet? Did you see when <laughs> I, remember when I flipped that table over and I,
0: and I punched the person, punched the mom <laughs> I, and her kid. You know what? I want to retell the story about Farrington's Jedi mind trick. So there we are at Ramada Con for Patrick, poor Patrick right? Titus. And Farrington wants to go buy a comic book and he doesn't have cash on him. Because I don't think Farrington ever carries cash. So did you, have you paused the, the no, podcast? No, I didn't do anything. So Farrington hits me up for 10 bucks, which I give him. Right, yeah. No, no, pro, no harm, no foul. And then I'm like, you know, it would be a nice surprise for Mark if I got him this yellow flash figure, because he always talks about the yellow flash. So Mark comes back, and I go, oh, here, buddy, here's this gift. Oh, thank you so much. So did you get that issue you were looking for? No, couldn't find it. At no point does he take the ten dollars back out of his wallet and give it to right, me. Right. He's just, he and, and I was just like I was just like okay, right? I was totally Jedi mind trick by the whole thing.
1: Mark is a human enigma. He Nobody is. knows anything yeah. about him. No. no one even knows where he is right now. No, I sure he's a don't. recluse. I know or, that.
0: We're too afraid to ask. Mark to... at some time did not live in Pennsylvania. That's about all I know about him. There was all a right. point where he didn't live here. That's who knows it.
1: if he's? Who knows where he is? He might not even be in the country. He might not have not even got a new job
0: that's a, I mean it's a
1: tough
2: open open up to us, mark. I mean, we're I want, here for you, we're mark. here for you, pal. love uh, intervention keg we're and, we're, and speaking of raffle this so. raffle tickets that nobody fills out. We're thinking about holding maybe a little mini contest at free comic book day mm-hmm. winner gets their free choice of a book off the p k spinner rack
1: and the spinner rack oh, is wow. made up of books that we've talked about in book club, exactly,
2: amazing. More details as soon as we think of details.
1: There's no details. Yet. It's just gonna be me and Dale. This thing, you know, everyone right?
2: Else we might give a book to somebody. Hey, we're gonna give a book to each other. <laughs> right. We're just gonna <laughs> buy each other a book. Right. Big winners. <laughs> B- free books, gifts, and beer. We're
1: gonna buy each other beer. it's, uh, gonna, it's be gonna be a great day. day. It is. Oh, and Beth be Corto is gonna be there.
0: Yeah. Greater the day. They don't even comic need comic us. But comic books. Beth Corto is the most popular paper cake member, and she's not even a regular host. It's actually true. True. The numbers are in. Lemire Keg. We is. gotta wrap this up. If we had a phone number, people will call in asking ask for Beth.
1: I'm never doing a podcast like with a phone number ever.
0: Creepy again. gobo breathing. Any <laughs> um, no questions for Beth. <laughs> okay,
1: all right. You're just, you're, you're, every week. Too much? This. Every week. Let's, um, <laughs> let's bow out. We'll see everybody at Free Comic Book Day.
2: Happy Free Comic Book Day.
0: Love you.